You can love the game of basketball, play the game, but do you know the history of it? ESPN is doing something spectacular. Five back-to-back Tuesdays from 7 to 11, and it's called Basketball, A Love Story. Can you tell me your name, please? My name is LeBron James. You know me? Lisa Leslie. Patrick Ewing. Bill Bradley. Earl Monroe. Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe Bryant. Magic Johnson. (laughs) Pat Riley. But really, my name is Coach. I didn't choose it. It chose me. Hey, it's Arrow inside the LAProductions.us studio. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Dan Claris. Hey, Arrow, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Man, what what a subject you have picked to talk about today because just like professional wrestling, this is the kind of stuff that brings family members and neighborhoods together. (laughs) I used to be a big wrestling fan when I was a kid, too. Antonina Rocca. I mean, it had to have been like that because I mean, you you really dig deep, going to the days of Bill Russell and all of that. I mean, I mean, you're you're going into the chapters of when I was just a punk kid in Montana. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's sixty two stories. Wow. It's not a linear chronological history arrow, you know, and it covers. And I did a hundred and sixty five interviews from Russell and Oscar and Cousy to LeBron and Kobe and. Chris Paul and KD and and uh, Dirk Nowitzki, uh, seventeen women, nineteen foreigners. So it's short stories about the NBA, the ABA, college, international Olympics, politics, race, women's game, fashion, style, music. It spans a, a lot, and each one is a component of love, both sides of love, the difficult nature of love as it relates to the game, you know, uh, the joy and the wonder the disappointment and the loss. What did you feel when, when you were starting to put this together? Because, you know, I, I, we were expecting just a documentary on basketball, and you've now given us a lifestyle story. Absolutely. And I, 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 I did not want to do something mini-biographical, you know, or, 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 or linear. Like the, my third scene in the film is uh, P.J. Carlissimo, the coach, getting choked by Spreewell, you know? <laughs> Then I come to James Naismith. I felt if I begin with Naismith, I'll lose the audience, and it, it will look like a straight history, you know? So, uh, and, and amazingly, uh, I mean, it takes me two years to do a 90-minute film. We, we did this in four and a half years, 20 wow. hours. So, wow. so I need a vacation, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple of names I've not seen on this list, and I was waiting for you to bring them up. Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal. Are they part of this journey, too? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal is a big part of it. I mean, a major part of it. I mean, he's, he's hilarious. He's open and honest <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, his humor and his intellect is really, really strong. There's 16 and a half minutes of Jordan in the film, spanning from when he was a child uh, to the present. I mean, he, he, you know, I didn't get a chance to interview Michael. He's not one in 165, but there's still 16 and a half minutes in there. You know, he wouldn't do the interview, but, but. You know, he's dealt with, with the absolute dignity and respect that he deserves. I mean, in my opinion, he's the he's without question the, the greatest player ever. Absolutely. This, the show we're talking about is a love story on ESPN. It's going to be... Basketball, a love story, right? Five back-to-back Tuesdays from 7, uh, 7 to 11 on ESPN. But you're doing something that I, I think is a great, brilliant step on your broadcasting journey. You're taking this to the app as well. Yes, I am. You know, and... and, and um, you know, like like people right now, um, it it feels pretty good. You know, like uh, and and I learned a lot doing it. And and there's and there's stories that have nothing to 
seemingly nothing to do with the ball. You know, when a coach finally wins, does he feel joy or relief? A player like Jordan or Russell or Oscar, are they born with a genius gene or is it developed? You know, uh, uh, I I don't want to do anything obvious that's been done like Texas West and Kentucky. Like my point on that is, what did that game mean to the black household in America in 1966? What did it mean to recruiting of the black athlete below the Mason-Dixon line? Yeah. Then? You know, those are the things that I, 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 I tried to do here. And, and, and I had a great team. I think, I think we did it. One of the things, having the Charlotte Hornets here in town, and even the Bobcats when they were here, you get the opportunity to sit down with these NBA players. They talk a lot about what goes on behind the scenes. Are you going to take us back there as well? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, there there are revelations in this that uh, that that are unheard of. Actually, I mean, you know, when you mention Shaq, I have a twenty-eight minute scene called the triangle between Shaq, Kobe, and Phil Jackson, and I mean, it's as raw as you can get. I mean, you know, Shaq saying on camera that he called Kobe up and he said, you know, he got he got so, so infuriated with an interview that he did with Jim Gray that you come down here and I'm going to kick you off. But you know. <laughs> I mean, I got guys talking about I got so much money in college from my coach that the only place I could put it was under my mattress, and I couldn't sleep at night because I couldn't get comfortable with all that cash, you know? <laughs> See, that's, that, that, I mean, that's the realism of that NBA player, man. Yeah, but it's not only NBA. It's, it's college, too. I mean, and, 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 you know, and, you know, there's a big scene on, um, you know, in the late 1970s and, and all of the and the, where the NBA was really threatened with its survival, it was over too many teams. Television ratings were terrible. No advertisers. Uh, issues of race. There was a lot of parts of the American public that too many black guys here. I'm not going to yeah. watch it. You know. So um, and 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 drugs, drugs of drug abuse. So yeah. great players were falling apart because of drugs. I mean, great players. And people are very open with that. And one player says, hey, man, it got to the point that I put a hit out on my coach. (laughs) He says this on camera. I I hired a hit man to kill my coach. I mean, that's how out of control he was. (laughs) I'm in Carolina, so that means we've got Duke, we've got Wake Forest, we've got the Tar Heels. Uh, A good college back. You've got so much on this, man. Like, like. Let's start there. I got Danny Manning in the film. He's the coach at Wake, right? And he's in the film not only about winning that Kansas championship, which was magnificent, of course, and Larry Brown is all over that with Danny Manning, but then Danny Manning has the misfortune to be a team member of the 2004 Olympic team. It was it 2004, and they get their butts clean. You know, they lose, and Danny Manning gets shut out in the championship game. So he's on camera saying, you know, he, he, he still haunts him to this day. But in terms of Duke and North Carolina, I mean, I mean, I, I go back way back to Frank McGuire at North Carolina, because I contend that bringing Catholics and Jews down to the South in, ni- in the mid 1950s really revolutionized the game in many respects. And then of course, McGuire beats Will Chamberlain's Kansas team in triple overtime. Wow. And that's, and who was his assistant? Dean Smith, right? <laughs> and then we go into the recruitment of Charlie Scott. You remember Charlie Scott? Yes. At all? So Charlie Scott, the first African-American to play at North Carolina. But here's a funny story, uh, talking about truth. He's being recruited by North Carolina. He's being recruited by Davidson. 
but he's also being recruited by Villanova, and an ass- and, and they don't think they're going to get him. So an assistant at Villanova named George Raveling starts to, to, to chase Charlie Scott away from those North Carolina schools. Yeah. He starts sending him newspaper clippings of lynchings in the South. Oh, no. oh my. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Reality, man. Dan, you got to come back to the show in the future where we could spend a lot more than 10 minutes together, guy, because you, you've got the stories and you've got the passion for the game, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. And by the way, Jackie McMullen, the great Jackie McMullen, wrote a book based upon the interviews called Basketball Love Story 2, and it's out now.